Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about using your nervous system to actually calm down your anxiety. When we are facing a lot of stress and pressure, anxiety is often not far behind. With that in mind, it's good to take preventative measures and keep the nervous system on an even keel or in its sweet spot to be well-resourced and handled what comes. We can respond to increased stress and pressures in two ways with our nervous system. One is to move into hyperarousal. This is where we have too much anxious energy, making it difficult to be curious or understand what is actually happening with our feelings and emotions. This in turn leads us to not be able to sit with the feelings, which is what we need to do to find our way back to a life with more peace and calm. So you can see how easily we can get stuck in this cycle or this loop. The other way that we can respond is through hypo arousal, where we have little or no energy, which is where we shut down. We close off our ability to reach our feelings and emotions or to talk about them or find the desire to do what we need to do to bring us back into more peace and calm. You may be familiar with doing one way or the other, or maybe you have experienced both. Both extremes keep us in states where we are not making progress in dealing with our anxiety and panic, but keeping the endless anxiety cycle going on its own. The ability to work with life's difficulties and challenges requires us to be further away from panic-type energy or low-shutdown energy and needs us to be closer to the middle ground, that sweet spot, or access an even keel. How then do we find that sweet spot between these two states of the nervous system so that we can do the work to build tolerance and to live without anxiety panic as our default to difficulties and discomforts in the world? 
We do this by cultivating a whole body response with warm heartedness. Finding ways to encourage this warm hearted response in us will then be our first work to deal with the discomfort and challenges life presents. So, what on earth is warm heartedness and what does it constitute? A feeling of being cared for is warm heartedness, feeling included, feeling seen, feeling wanted feeling valued. Those are all feelings that we receive and that can trigger our warm-heartedness. Notice I said that these feelings are ones that we receive. These are coming from outside of us and we are perceiving this feeling. On the other hand, we can give feelings that trigger warm-heartedness. And this is a beautiful place to begin because we can't always control what's outside of us and what's coming to us. And so sometimes we may not be receiving as much love and as much care and being seen as we would like. Now we can work on how we perceive it, but that's another podcast. But what we can control is what we give. And so Warm-heartedness can be triggered by giving. And this is a beautiful place, like I said, for us to begin. We can give these feelings. We can give compassion for others and for ourselves. This helps us to develop warm-heartedness. We can give friendliness for others. We can be giving, standing up for others. And we can give being there for others. These are all things that we can do and that will warm our hearts. These feelings we receive and give can keep us in a state of regulation and keep us out of the polar ends of the spectrum. Those ends, again, are hyperarousal, and this can be like the feeling of fight or flight. That's what we would be in. That's too much nervous energy, and we can't be curious. We can't concentrate and sit with our emotions and our challenges. We aren't curious about it. You know what? I'm always talking about curiosity. And it's like when you are stuck in hyperarousal, there isn't room for curiosity. So that's why we need to take a step back and get ourselves more on an even keel and hit that sweet spot. And we can do that with the warm heartedness. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. 
So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. And now on the other end of the spectrum is the hypo arousal. And that is when we are shut down. We are closed off, disconnected, and we have such low energy that we can't cope with the difficulties of life or make a move forward to heal. When I hear of people saying they can't use the tools and they can't remember them and they just don't know what to do next, they don't want to get out of bed, this is hypo arousal. This is when we are in freeze mode. And this is really difficult to us getting forward in our journey because we need to pick up our tools. We need to do our practices, but when we have no energy for it, this could be what's going on. And so our mission then is to use the warm heartedness that we take in or that we send out to others to keep us in that sweet spot or on even keel enough to be able to work with the challenges of life day in and day out. So I have something you might want to try. Often with anxiety, we don't recall the positive that we're receiving or giving out. So we do well to take time and effort to remember in our journals that we have those gifts and to let them play a more critical role in our lives. So you know I'm telling you to get your journals out again. If you haven't started a journal yet, As I always say, this would be a perfect opportunity to do so. I want you to try to journal a few different ways, a few different ways that you are actually receiving some warm heartedness. Now, this might take some digging, just like with gratitudes. After a while with gratitudes, if we're writing three or five a day, new ones, you know, you start to have to really dig. Yeah, what am I grateful for? We can't have the same things over and over. So this is going to take some digging also to journal a few ways that you are actually receiving some warm heartedness from outside yourself. Yeah, how is warm heartedness coming into you? Remember some of the ways that we talked about here, a feeling of being cared about, a feeling of being included, a feeling of being seen, feeling wanted, feeling valued. These are all feelings that we receive and that can trigger our warm-heartedness. So jot some of those down in your journal. Another thing that you can try is to journal a few ways that you are giving out some warm-heartedness. It's important that we 
really work on this one because this one we can control. We can do more of this. Before I leave receiving warm-heartedness, I actually want to remind you that your perception plays a big part here. People may be seeing you, they may be caring for you, and so forth and so on with that list that we just mentioned. They may be valuing you, but you may not be perceiving that. So our perception, again, this is all happening in our own minds, how we are receiving this. We want to look at our perception then, because a lot of times people will be very surprised at how we are interpreting the world around us, and they will be surprised that we are perceiving it in a negative way when there is so much love around us, right? So check your perception. Okay, now we can go back to journaling a few ways that you are giving out some warm-heartedness. Remember, on that way that we can be having compassion for others. We can have compassion for ourselves. You can start to see now all this talk about compassion that we've had, and self-compassion in particular, how that is actually giving us warm-heartedness, which gives us the ability to be able to begin to sit with the difficult feelings and emotions to actually be able to do the work of clearing our anxiety. Other ways that we can give out some warm-heartedness, again, our friendliness to others, standing up for others, and being there for others, actually just being there for somebody. It really works for us. All of this giving out isn't as altruistic as it looks. This actually serves us. Another thing that you can do is to list how you might expand this list in both receiving and giving. So once you've listed what you are experiencing, I want you to take some time looking through it and really let your mind wander on ways that you can expand how you can be receiving warm-heartedness. Can you work on your perception? And how can you work on giving out more warm-heartedness? What can you do as far as being there for others, being more friendly, standing up for others, and so on? Really consider that this is part of your work. This is what we need to do to keep ourselves in that sweet spot on an even keel so that we can have the opportunity to do the work without being shut down, not wanting to get out of bed, or being hyper aroused where we are frantic and we can't even be curious about what is going on in our lives so that we cannot come up with solutions and better ways of being. It's so important for us to find that center, to find that sweet spot, and to actually cultivate our way there. It will make such a difference in your life. I really hope that this show has been helpful for you, and I hope that if you have a question that you wouldn't mind having read on the show and then having it answered, that you would send it in. Or maybe you have some topics that you would like to have covered, and you could send those to us also. We're 
making big collections of those and working on them. And so putting them into little categories and finding out what we can talk about here that you are wanting to hear. So send those to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I look forward to reading them. And now for today's quote. Our anxiety does not come from thinking about the future, but from wanting to control it. And that's from Cahil Gibran. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.